Ow, jam! Hello everyone and welcome back to another something filled episode of Monday Night Magic here on twitch.tv slash the mana pool where you should totally come watch live. Aha, I tried to jump in, didn't you? What was that? Yeah, it succeeded. Oh. I didn't hear what you said though. Oh. You said something filled and I said, I'm filling! It's a squee-filled episode. Squee-filled. There you go. I am here, and I am a liquid in this container. Like a cat. I am now the shape of this episode. <laughs> so, yes. I'm I'm Chewy. Uh, the guy in the middle there that's shaped like this episode is Squee. What's up? And the one on the other side over there that is not shaped like this episode, but is in fact shaped like Clues, is Clues. We are unbanning the something in this episode. Uh, but only like one banning, of the somethings. That's right. We're unbanning the one thing, but banning the other thing. Stay yeah. tuned for which thing is which. It's called balance, but not the card balance. No, no not definitely not that. Too many common words are in this game. Yeah. Like, uh... Fast bond. No, wait. <laughs> that's a different thing. It's true. Anyway, so we are we are here. This is episode six hundred sixty-five of Monday Night Magic. It is. We are yeah. now pulling further and further away from the Simpsons. Take that. It's true. We have overtaken them. They can never catch up now. <laughs> Good. That made me itch. Okay. Good. So we've got a fair amount of news. Um Hang on, I'm going to do this slightly out of order. First up is from last week, but after we recorded last week. It's, uh, hey look, the Hall of Fame thing is happening again. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So, here's the list of people that are available, or, uh, what's the word, eligible. There you go. <laughs> uh, new to the list is, uh, Reed Duke. And Christopher Gregoire and Yol Larson and Pascal Maynard. At least those are the ones that uh, stood out enough to BDM to mention in this article. So uh, I don't know when these are due. The window for voting will be a little tighter before stretching from August 20th to September 3rd. So you've only got about another week of listening to crap about the Hall of Fame. If you don't care, sorry. And if you do care, well, I'm sure you're enjoying it. I know yeah. that on the 20th and the 21st, my Twitter feed was like all Hall of Fame nonsense of people yeah. with votes talking about it and people without votes talking about it and other people weighing in who had no say and it don't matter. So, yeah. I just went like this. Mm-hmm. 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 I see. Because I don't get a vote, yes. so... I was going to say, we, uh, we collectively on this show have as many votes as we have preview cards. Aww. <laughs> and now we're all sad again. We are. Well, I guess we know what you have to do to get a vote now. Preview cards? Preview cards. I don't think that's how that works. I think it is either, but it's a good operating. I theory. mean, I've never had either, so how could I have both? I mean, I've I've had preview cards since that. I didn't. I still don't have a Hall of Fame vote, so. Oh well, okay then. Yeah. So much for that. 
Yeah. But oh well. So that's that's the first it. thing. But the most important thing today. Tights. Wait. The oh, tights. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, I thought that was a different episode. It was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the uh, ban and restricted update has happened, and nothing. Ch- oh wait, everything changes. Legacy it's... remains untarnished. This is true. Yeah, legacy is untouched. Everything else got got touched <laughs> pretty hard. Let's start with standard, where the ra- rampaging, not raging, rampaging for Asadon has been unbanned. Uh, and that is because the mono red decks have fallen off some because of things like Scape Shift and the Orzhov Vampires deck. And they want to give red some ways to fight it. And Rampaging for Osadon is a good way to do that. So it does that, yeah. There you go. Uh, it should be noted this is on Arena. It is still banned in Best of One because Best of One has a different meta where red aggressive decks are already doing well. So rather than make them run over the Best of One format, they're just going to leave it banned there. So so Rampaging Frostdawn will have about a month to run around and Rampage before it cycles out. Uh, is it just a month, really? Yeah, it's coming up fast. Oh. Yeah, it's almost September. I don't know when the new, the next set comes out. I have uh, no idea. The beginning of October. Beginning of October sometime, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it, it'll be a have a little bit of you know, run around dinosaur time. Yay, and look at him. He looks so happy to be out. Look at him. He's like, look at this thing. They thought this Triceratops could keep me out. But I ate my way out, and I'm back in standard. Little bit of rampage. When you're banned, they put you on a triceratops. That's science. That is science, yeah. Let's see who else has gone into triceratops or taken out of triceratops as we go down the list. I'm not sure that's science, but okay. Have you seen a triceratops? No. Then you're not banned. banned. (laughs) Oh my god. All right, so. I walked right into that. The big news (laughs) that surprises hopefully nobody. Hopefully nobody, Hogak, was banned in Modern because it was stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Into the Triceratops. So, yeah. Hogak is is now out. Yeah, allow me uh, to uh, read an understatement. Uh, let's see. Hogak continues to have a high win rate and an oppressive effect on the metagame. You don't say. Yeah, even when the direct counter to Hogak, as we said, was the most played card in a tournament, it was still wrecking things. So, yeah. So that was the thing everyone was expecting. And we got it. And lo, it came to pass. But then, other things happened. So, you know how graveyard decks have sort of been a thing for a while now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh... Basically, well, let's say since, uh, I don't know, Faithless Looting was printed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
Well, they realize that Faithless Looting is one of the linchpin cards that makes these graveyard strategies go. You don't say. Yeah. Because it's red looting. It is. And it's red looting for four cards. Yeah. For four mana. Yeah. It's not even rummaging. It's straight up looting. Yeah. Faithlessly. Exactly. There's no faith. So, uh, rather than let some other card be printed that causes another thing that has to get banned later, they're just gonna ban Faithless Looting. I mean, I like to think what happened was they needed to ban Hogok, right? Yeah. But Hogok is bigger than a Triceratops. (laughs) So you've got to lure it into a place where Triceratops can take it. So you take its favorite toy, Faithless Looting, and you put that in the Triceratops' mouth already, and it goes, oh no, my Faithless Looting, and it runs in there, and then, bam, Triceratops. Both are banned. It's over now. There, there you go. Whatever he said, I wasn't listening. So, That's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're also not unbanning Bridge from Below, along the similar line of reasoning because as more cards get printed that interact with the graveyard things that just dump cards in the graveyard for essentially free because mm-hmm. one mana is, might as well be free is uh, well they're going to continue to be a problem so maybe let's not maybe let's not yeah so yeah that they want more of the gameplay to actually be on the battlefield so that's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh that's a thing that I actually thought sometime last night. I was like it would be a real uh, funny thing if they decide not to ban Hogak and instead just go with Faithless Looting. And then I went, "No, that's silly." Mm-hmm. And I didn't say anything to anyone. I could have been half genius. Mm. I said half. Did you sleep with your tinfoil hat? No, I don't have a tinfoil hat. Well, then they heard you. Damn it. (laughs) So, yeah. That's a thing. That's a pretty big thing. That affects more decks than just Hogak. Like, the common consensus now is that the uh, Phoenix decks are... If not dead, then they wish they were dead? I don't I know mean, how uh, the Arclight Phoenix decks work without Faithless Looting. We'll find out. Hey, look, Modern's interesting again, everybody. They did their job. Hooray, and that's well, great, because no one was playing Modern. It wasn't the most popular format. Yeah, well, except there's a problem now. Oh? We're not done. Oh, what else got banned? Uh, well, Nutsin. Oh, but, uh, Stoneforge Mystic has been unbanned. Uh-oh. Now, if I remember correctly, hang on. Let's let's go to the banned and restricted list timeline. Stoneforge Stoneforge Mystic, yes, was on the day zero ban list. Yep. So Stoneforge Mystic there. has never been legal in modern. And now it is. Stoneforge 
banned in standard back when they didn't ban cards in standard mystic yeah and they are convinced that much like jace the mind sculptor and Bloodbraid elf that the card pool of modern has evolved past stoneforge mystic being a major massive uh overpowered problem now there have been a lot of people that said that Jace the Mind Sculptor was going to kill Modern, and Jace the Mind Sculptor barely made a splash. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't think anyone thought Bloodbraid Elf was going to destroy Modern, but Bloodbraid no. Elf didn't really yeah, I, do I was a gonna say, I think hell of a lot. We all did think it would have a bigger impact, but I don't know that it did. Yeah, so... Modern has more Mystic. tools for getting you free stuff, so it's not quite as powerful as it was in Standard. Yeah. Stoneforge Mystic, though, I think is going to make a bigger splash, at least at first, of course at first, than Jace and Bloodbraid Elf did. But... Yeah. Huh. This one is, for me, it's it's too close to call. I don't think it's going to destroy Standard, not standard. It's obvious. It's already destroyed standard. Not, yeah, I yeah. did that once. I don't yeah. think it's going to destroy modern personally, but I also don't play modern. I'm just going from I, intuition. I think modern has got sufficient uh, counters for artifacts that it'll be in a much better state than standard was when Stoneforge wandered around. So, like, going and digging out your super awesome equipment and then attacking with it isn't going to be as easy. And you're not just going to throw a bunch of efficient birds up in the sky and hope for the best because Modern is a format that has more efficient ways to do that. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I'm also interested in seeing if she does see play, what she's getting. Because in Standard, it was the swords and it was the, um, the what's it called? The Batterskull. Batterskull, yeah. Those are what she got there, but there's good stuff in modern outside of those, so I'm curious to see what she gets. Probably still Batter Skull. I yeah. mean, probably. Batter Skull's Batter really Skull's good. Pretty damn good. It's a, it's also a dude sometimes. Yeah. Jumps. So, yeah. There have already been the, all of the think pieces, like, will Stoneforge Mystic destroy modern? from those hot take content creators who, you know, have to get clicks somehow. So it's true. Uh, I don't think it's going to destroy modern though, but no. I also don't play modern and this one. I'm actually not so like a hard line. Shut up. You're an idiot. It's not going to destroy modern. I'm more of a, I don't think it's going to destroy modern. <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. Because Modern just got flipped anyway by attacking the Graveyard Strategy hard. So I don't know what to expect. Yeah, and Modern's going to be up in the air for... Oh, several tournaments, I think. Yeah. It's a bigger shakeup than I think people were expecting. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were all just expecting Hogak to go away. And then... Go back to the way things were right before, and then Faithless Looting got shot in the face, and everybody went, <gasps> Yeah. And then Stormford's Mystic was unbanned, and everybody went, <laughs> I mean. And then they choked. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm going to abandon the tr- Triceratops joke and instead pretend that Stoneforge Mystic killed them. <laughs> like, she just popped out with, like, a godsend or something and just took care of that problem right there. That works. But we're not done yet. But because, Legacy's fine. Um, That's right, Legacy is totally fine. Yeah, Legacy is, is totally fine, but Vintage, it turns out, is not. Stop the top. Sure. What? Uh, but let's see here. And it's because, according to this, War of the Spark, Modern Horizons, and Corset 2020 have been among the most impactful sets for Vintage in years. What were the last three sets to come out? Those? Yeah. Yeah. There you go, then. And so... Things have gone a little weird. Not because there's one deck that's completely wrecking the place. This just happened uh, in in Hearthstone with uh, their wild format. They nerfed a card not because its win rate was super powerful, but because the community hated it so much. And that's sort of what they're doing here. This is a, a restriction for, because Vintage doesn't do bans, like the other formats, they do restrictions, so only one per deck. But they're they're doing this for community mm, goodwill. Quality of life. Quality of life fix. Yeah. So they're restricting Karn the Great Creator because you could play him and then minus two to go get one of your key things. Yeah. And Mystic Forge, who is not Stoneforge Mystic. Right, Clues? Right, yeah, totally not. We determined that uh, previous, <laughs> uh, just before the show. See the odds and ends. Because these two cards have, uh, well, it says they've turbocharged the shop's decks. Oh, wait. Man, I had not really considered Karn the Great Creator in the context of Vintage. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Also, his, his static ability basically says your opponent can't play. So it becomes a race to see who can get their Karn out first. Yeah. Yeah. Never will you see $1,000 on the other side of the board turn off faster. Yeah. So for those who don't recall, Karn, the great creator, uh, has the static ability. Activated abilities of artifacts your opponent's control can't be activated. That's kind of important in Vintage. And it doesn't say unless they're mana abilities like lots of these uh, things have in the past. It just says they they can't. So all those Moxen and Lotai, I don't know. Lotai? None of that stuff works anymore. So your opponent is on like a land for the rest of the game until they die, which won't take long. Your opponent (laughs) is on game two. <laughs> That's what I meant to say, yeah. So. That's silly. And that's that's silly. So now he's restricted. And so is Mystic Forge. Yep. Because, uh, well, the ability to just run through the top of your deck. Yeah. To get artifacts out more quickly, especially since lots of them are free. Maybe let's not have that going either. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, then. So that's it, right? Uh, no. Uh, nothing, nothing else? Uh, they also, they thought about uh, Sphere of Resistance, but they're going to uh, wait and see how this affects the meta first. Let's see here. Oh, and Golgari Grave Troll. <clears throat> Poor Golgari Grave Troll just cannot catch a break in any format because he was banned in modern. Then he was unbanned in modern. And then he was a bad boy, so he got banned in modern again. And now he's been restricted in vintage because of the Bazaar of Baghdad decks. And Force of Vigor, it turns out, is. Uh, is anti-graveyard hate hate graveyard hate hate there we go hey somebody's following Chifuji well thank you for the follow welcome to the pool so yeah that's three restrictions Karn Mystic Forge and the Grave Troll just get rid of those so surely we're done right because it's vintage yeah, surely. Yeah, surely. Well, it turns out that's also still not the case, because, hey, Clues! Yeah. There is a blue card. Yeah. That, even though you hate blue cards with every fiber of your being... I do. There was one printed a long time ago... Yeah. In ...that was played in Legacy that you hated with every fiber of everyone's being. Do you remember what that was? Are you talking about a card that I actually put in my mono red burn deck? I because am. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I know that card. Why why <sighs> did you put this card in your mono red burn to deck? To fight against to fight against this card, honestly. So I assume we are talking about mental misstep here. We are. Yeah, it was one of the biggest how shall I put this missteps in <laughs> Magic's history was uh, Phyrexian mana, and, uh... Yeah. Wow, was this card horrible uh, for, well, anything I played in uh, in Legacy. Yeah. Bad for the game, bad for America. Bad for clues. And bad for clues. Mental Misstep was banned in Legacy, if I remember correctly... For a very similar reason. Yeah, it pretty much was. I mean, there's so many spells that cost one mana that are played in... Because for those who don't recall, Mental Misstep cost one Phyrexian Blue, which is stupid because Phyrexian mana was dumb. Counter-target spell with converted mana cost one. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but a lot of cards in Legacy that people play cost one. True. Yeah. Which means... Everyone played Mental Misstep that was already playing blue. Yep. Which then means that everyone not playing blue played Mental Misstep so that they could have an answer to their opponent's Mental Misstep. Yep. If you've ever wanted to see what happens when a format starts at 16 life, Mental Misstep. I do, however, distinctly remember when it was banned because it happened right after my buddy Jeff got his foil playset of Mental Missteps. I really thought you were going to say it happened right after you got that monkey's paw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. No, but yeah. It was 
quite the thing. I mean, look, again, anytime there is a card that gets like an off color card that gets played in like every deck, it's probably a problem. We're going to need to that's that's a warping of the metagame in ways that are totally unhealthy. Yeah. When everyone starts playing mental misstep in their legacy deck to counter their opponent's mental missteps, that's countering one of the cards in your deck. That's stupid, so it got banned in Legacy. Well, hey, guess what? That happened in Vintage, too. And so they're restricting it in Vintage because that's four deck slots that just nobody gets because all decks have four mental missteps. Now it's only one. And that's dumb. So now it's only one. Yay, freedom to build decks properly. Gross. Very. So now we're done, so right? That's that's it, right? Yeah, there can't be anything more. I mean, we go months with the entire banned and restricted update being no changes. Yeah. So Triceratops is fed. No, wait, hang on. Someone else has what? crawled their way out of their Triceratops. Ah. Yeah. And it's it's again in vintage. It's fast bond. Fast Bond is a very strange card. It's very old. For a single green, it's an enchantment that says you may play any number of lands on each of your turns. Whenever you play a land, if it wasn't the first land you played this turn, Fast Bond deals one damage to you. Oh, no. Yeah, no, not that whole one damage. Oh, my life total. That was going to be used for Phyrexian mana. Oh, no. For Mental Miss... Oh. And so, uh... It says, since most vintage decks rely heavily on artifact mana and play fewer lands, chances are that a deck built around Fastbond would look quite different from anything in the current metagame. Yeah. Uh, So they're unrestricting it. Have fun. Yeah. And also, they discussed unrestricting Windfall, which... Uh. I don't know about that. And Necropotence! Huh. Huh. This is a bold world we might live in. A little bit. So, yeah, that's, uh... All about paying life now, aren't we? Those are not unrestricted. They're just... They were other ones that were discussed for potential unrestriction in the future. Uh, Necro's honestly probably fine these days, or at least less oppressive than it was back in the day. <laughs> I feel like it's a more risky thing to try now. I I really like how our bar has become, you know, less terrible than it was before. I mean, that's what happens in a game that's been going this long. Yeah. Is the things that were massively OP back then are laughable now. Like, Jace the Mind Sculptor was gonna break modern. He didn't. (laughs) And that's not even that long ago in the lifetime of magic. Admittedly, Jace cost four. Hey, man. Necro cost three? (laughs) Sure it does. Sure Uh, it does. Dark Ritual is fine. (laughs) 
Sorry, that's a manipul joke. Uh, here I am on Monday Night Magic. So yeah, that's the uh, the full BNR update. Uh, Rampaging Frostadon unbanned and standard. Hogak and Faithless looting banned and modern. Stoneforge Mystic unbanned and modern. Karn the Great Creator, Mystic Forge, Mental Misstep, Golgari Grave Troll, all restricted in vintage, and Fast Bond, unrestricted in vintage. These are effective. Do what? And Legacy, still the king of all formats. Apparently. Uh, This goes into effect on the 30th, which is what, Friday? Yeah? Yeah, it's this week. In Magic Online, it went into effect immediately. And on Magic Arena, it'll go into effect on September 4th, so next Wednesday. And the next time we can break all the formats will be October the 7th, when the next BNR announcement occurs. Yeah. So that's a thing. Now, there was a thing that Clues put in the... Shout out to the oh, yeah. Open, so let me. Okay. Yeah, so uh, since several people were asking, hey, okay, these are all those formats. What about Commander? How about the Commander banned and restricted? Let's get the Commander banned and restricted update. Yeah, uh, Sheldon, he, he tweeted that uh, a reminder they announced their BNR quarterly on the Monday after the pre release. So they're not scheduled to have one now. Stick around. Because that was the first thing I asked when we were talking about this before the show. I'm like, okay, where's the commander update? And Clues was like, no. I'm like, what do you mean, no? I mean, no. It means no. It might even mean hell no. I I asked him what it was in Spanish, and he still said no, so it checks out. It does. What about French? No. (laughs) Okay, then. So that's the big news. It's true. Because that's pretty big. If it is. You play, yeah. Modern is now different. If you play modern or vintage or even standard, it's it's something to think about. Yeah, so if you tuned in here to find out uh, what our thoughts are on how this is going to affect modern and vintage, we don't really have a lot of that. Cause I expect less Rogok in modern. I do expect that uh, yeah. a little later in the show, when we get to some deck lists, you're going to see something that you won't see again. So stick around, yeah, to watch for that because it's going to be it's going to be quite a thing to behold. It might be deck lists. So let's talk about this strange little bit of news that popped up last week, and that is Hasbro announced that they're removing plastic from toy and game packaging. Yeah. According to this... I'm not this, really sure how I feel about this one. We're on marketwatch.com. According to this, Hasbro said Tuesday that it will begin phasing out plastic from new product packaging starting in 2020. That will include window sheets, shrink wrap, elastic bands, and more. Virtually all plastic packaging will be eliminated by the end of 2022. Which... So... Th- there's some, you know, there's some, I'm not going to, I'm not going to call it marketing speak here, but there are some words that worry me. Like virtually all plastic will be eliminated by the end of 2022. Well, yeah. And phasing out plastic from new products starting in 2020. This doesn't necessarily mean that we're losing the wrappers that are on boosters. They might try something, you know, more 
environmentally friendly, but do you remember the packaging that was on uh, Modern Masters? Yeah, that stuff that you could... Yeah, you I could opened totally and closed do. it all the time. Yeah, that yeah. stuff you could totally open, take out the cards, put in other cards, and reclose, and no one would ever be the wiser. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I remember that, yeah. I can also tell you that those pa- those packages, while uh, definitely better for the environment, were really a pain to try and do anything with, right? Because, I mean, clean- first of all, players, please stop leaving your wrappers on the table. And no, right. do not put them. Do not put them in the table number. It's not what that is for. But at least those were relatively easy to crumple up and clear away. But the uh, those cardboard ones or yeah, paperboard ones, they don't crumple. They were a pain to try and do anything with. Now I hope they come up with something, but I hope that's not it. Because it had some flaws. I'm pretty confident that if they're making this announcement now, they've already come up with something and messed with it. Because they've obviously put a lot of effort into, you know, researching what they're going to make their cards out of and all this other stuff. I'm sure there's going to be something that makes sense. Oh, wait, I'm wait, sure... hold on. Tinfoil hat time. Uh, there's not going to be any packaging for Magic cards because everything will be digital. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, I don't actually believe that. I'm just. I thought you were going to say tinfoil hat time. Your cards will come in a tinfoil hat. I'm like brilliant. That's not plastic. So yeah, we don't know what this means for magic yet because no one does. But it's a thing that could have magic implications. So I thought we would mention it. Yep. And we'll uh, make reference back to this at some point in the future when they tell us what it is. Yeah. Right. And yes, that is the entirety of the article. Everything else is just ads. And how. Oh, and there are two comments. One that says, great, I will recommend them. And one that says, um, okay. So good on those commenters. That, that is the range. <laughs> hmm. uh... All right. Shall we go to Vegas? Uh, Sure. I mean, um, okay. I haven't been before. Sorry. Why not? Shall we go to specific? Oh. the coverage of GP Vegas? <laughs> Only if you promise the page won't autoplay when I click on it. Uh, we cannot promise that. Oh. Uh, well, that's your warning, people at home. I mean, the uh, GP's Vegas. Because apparently there were two. Yep. Yeah. Following the model set by Moxon, the Grand Prixen. Ah, yes, the Grand Prixen. <laughs> Grand Prixen Vegas. <laughs> yeah, you're laughing at that way more than you should. That was not a good joke. That's because I heard it in somebody's voice, and I can't place it now. Huh. Oh. Oh, I just got it. So, quick aside, I've been watching the Looney Tunes Golden Collections. I have all six, and I've been Mm -hmm. slowly working my way through them. And the last one is Wartime Cartoons. Uh Uh-oh. Those are special. Yeah. And one is is called Hair, H-E-R-R, meets Hair, H-A-R-E. Oh, no, I remember that. This might be reversed. Uh, And it's where Bugs Bunny... Ends up in the Black Forest tormenting uh, Herman Gehring. 
And when you said Grand Prixen, I heard it in like the Mel Blanc doing Herman Gehring voice, and it was like it was like Grand Prixen, and it was just for some reason that struck me as the funniest thing I'd ever heard. We have definitely gone to a place I did not expect tonight. That's what we do. You thought you were going to Vegas, and yet here you are. And yet, here I am. <laughs> you took a wrong turn at Albuquerque, sir. That is That wow. cartoon is the first time ever that Bugs Bunny said that he should have taken a left turn at Albuquerque. There's some history is, for you. Is it? It is. Huh. But it, they don't ever show that one anymore because it's... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of reasons. stuff. Yeah. Actually, there uh. isn't as much... Uh, of like the weird propaganda stereotyping thing from other wartime cartoons in that one. Actually, I don't think I, there's I, any. I believe you mean overt racism. Yeah, yeah, there's none of that. It's not making fun of any group of people. It's picking on Hermann Goering and Hitler directly. And it's fine to pick sure. on them. Because they were We as a society have accepted that. Yeah. So, yeah. The, but anyway... <laughs> It's also the first time that Bugs dressed up as uh, uh, the 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 uh, Brunhilde. Oh, wow! You know, in uh, um, what's Opera Doc with the you know killed a wabbit, killed a wabbit. That was actually that that whole thing happened first in Hair Meets Hair. Anyway, I'm big on Looney Tunes and its history. All right, shut up. Good all right, join us for the Looney Tunes podcast. Yeah, I'd probably listen to that. But okay, so let's go to Vegas. Boom. So here we go. Uh, Vegas happened this weekend. There were two. There was a modern GP and a limited GP. Yep. And there was video coverage. But that means that when there's video coverage, there's like no text coverage. We don't get deck lists. We get nothing. You get video. So, the cool thing about that is, though, if you go to Star City's website, there are the deck lists. In order. Yep. On Star City Games. Congratulations, Star City. You have poached my attention from Channel Fireball at their own event. And not on Channel Fireball. So, hmm. Yeah, look well at that. Played. Yeah, so how many people were in the uh, modern event? The modern event was 1854. 1854. This is nearly 2000. Yeah, they were being generous. They were, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's some, like, astronomy rounding there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, uh, Simon Nielsen won playing Hogak, whose deck list no longer matters. Uh, second place mm-hmm. was... Whoa. Jivko... How do you say that? Nedelchev? I don't. Nedelchev? 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 Zhivko. That's a cool name, though. I just wish I could say it. Also playing Hogak. So it doesn't matter. Uh, Sam Sherman was in third on Eldrazi Tron. Tron is one of the decks that people are uh, predicting will be the next big thing. Because if you remember, it was one of the big, big things before all that started to happen, so... Yep. And it still has Karn. Stands yeah, to I was going to say, I don't see a whole lot here that is affected by that ban list. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. Namdang in fourth playing Hogak. Brett Sinclair in fifth playing Hogak. 
My poor throat. Thank you. Almost there. Almost there. Uh, Julian Henry in sixth on the Grixis Urza deck. Also not affected by any of the uh, bans. Nope. Also, I would to point out Sword of the Meek is in fact an enchantment. An enchantment. An equipment. Uh, I was going to say, I'm I, don't like, remember I don't remember that. that. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> I didn't remember that. <laughs> Sorry. It's, 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 it's a, I almost said it again. Joey. It's an equipment. <laughs> You said it with such conviction that I believed you for a second. There. I'm like, sorry, I don't know. Me. Oh no, I forgot. I don't know yeah, where that I was. Came from. I was headed to the deck list to try and mouse over that and go. Wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, it's listed under spells, so you had me going for a bit. There. Uh, I don't know why that's the word that I'm came like, out. It just I picked yeah, the Trixie Rabbit. I picked the wrong e word that ends in mint. I'm sorry. That's my bad. Ah, employment. I understand. Ah, yes. Uh, Sword of the Meek is an employment. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just saying. You know what goes to get uh, uh, equipments? I almost said enchantment again, I swear. Uh, the, the Mystic Forge goes to get oh, no. enchantments. Let's... <laughs> so, so Chewy. Yeah. This one that you're falling apart on is the sixth deck list. It is, yeah. Oh God, of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, in seventh, Garrett Hennessy was on Eldrazi Tron. And rounding out the top eight, Aaron Henner was on Hagak. You'll notice that five out of the eight in the top eight, because that's how many are in the top eight, were, uh, were uh, um, throat noise decks. Three quarters of the top four in all of the finals. Yeah. So... That's Wait, was fun. it really all of the final? Oh yeah, yep. That's it was a mirror battle. Wow, that sucks. So yeah, that's uh, that's the top eight. We can't tell you what the rest of the meta looked like, and it doesn't matter anymore. So whatever. So that was that was the modern event. Uh, the limited event uh, was limited. True. So you know whatever. Uh, 14, Alan 20 people. How many? 1420. 1420, okay. That's a large number of people. That is, yeah. But yeah, Alan Wu won. Uh, Will Skippen took second. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to try to figure this out. Third and fourth were Peter Ye and Ashwin Ugale. And then the rest of the top eight were... Okay, hang on. Huh. Okay, hang on. I have to do Rosen Epen, Jonathan Woodward, Brian Hones, and Daniel Trong. There you, there go. you go. There's your top eight. Way to limited. None of your cards were banned. Yet. At least not in your format. Yeah. Not <laughs> unlimited. Oh, man. Think they could ban cards in limited? No. Because if they were gonna, they would have banned Packrat all those years ago, right? Yeah, I just, I don't think they could. Yeah. No matter how broke-tastic it gets, I don't think they could ban a card unlimited. They could on Arena, though. Well, yeah, I mean, they control that <laughs> format entirely, but, like, if it's in the pack, you get to play it, unless it's, like, 
original Zendikar where they put random old busted cards in the packs. <laughs> oh man, that was that was the fucking buried treasures. I messed up. Oh, oh I, I know, I know. There Please, is swearing there is on no Monday Night Magic. Yeah, I know. I, I caught myself too late. I mean, <laughs> let's let's just run down the rules. Uh, no dying. Rule number yeah. two: remember Wheaton's law and keep it holy. Rule number three: oh. there is no swearing on Monday Night Magic. I feel bad now. <laughs> I feel bad now. That's awesome. It's the second time I've ever done that. On this show, or like on podcast? On this show. Oh no! Anything chewy does not exist for Monday Night Magic. The audio gets ripped and it goes no. out. So, no, I messed oh, up no. forever. <laughs> oh well, it's over now. It's all over. I have to leave the show. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Somebody call Tipper Gore. Man, now that Triceratops is gonna eat me. Oh it's no! <laughs> not coming back next up, Keith. Guys, I'm done. Man, I managed to not even swear when we talked about mental mystery. I know. Right? I know. No, it's because I wasn't thinking anymore. It, like, this was not at all a thing I thought I would swear about. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. All right. So, Thanks, unfortunately, limited. there are more things that happened at uh, Magic Fest Vegas that we have to talk about. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily because they're super important, but because they got the community in an uproar and actually, well, in one case, it's... It paints judges in a bad light, and in another case, Channel Fireball actually stepped up and did a thing about it. So, let's go find out what that's all about. Okay. So, after round 15, apparently, uh, Amaz got DQ'd from GP Vegas. And and he wrote a statement where he's all sweet and innocent, and all he did was bump into a judge, and then a few minutes later, he got DQ'd. That doesn't sound likely. Yeah. And, like, it says, uh, hang on, hang on. Did he, did he edit this? Did this get edited? Um, like there was a, a line in here that says something about being like afraid to interact with magic judges ever again. I remember that part. But I, I'm so scared of accidentally touching a judge now after this incident. Oh, okay. Where is that? That's the third one from the end. Oh yeah, here we go. Two two paragraphs above that. Uh, I really don't feel this like this interaction resulting in me getting a DQ is right at all. I thought the judges are supposed to be reasonable and helpful, and now after this event, I outright fear them. Hmm. So now, remember, take this with a grain of salt because. Every player ever who got DQ'd from something, when he tells his side of the story, paints himself to be sweet and innocent and did nothing wrong. Everyone. <laughs> and in this case, so on day two of GPs, they try to keep 
the area, like the aisles and whatnot, empty. Right, Clues? Right. Like, they try to keep everyone out. Like, they don't let people walk up and stand behind their buddy. They're like, hey, keep this area clear. And so they'll tell you, no, dude, go that way. Now, there's one judge here, and there's, like, one judge over there, and there's all these empty spaces between. So people are going to be walking through there because judges aren't, in fact, superhuman and can't be in every row at once because there aren't that many judges on staff, and that would be a horrible waste of, you know, judges. Yeah. But he tried to walk through an area where a judge was, and the judge was like, dude, go around. And he's like, no. And he tried to go past him. And, like, uh, in Amaz's words, he bumped into him. Uh, Someone on Reddit who claims to have witnessed it says he, like, full-on elbow and shouldered into him to try to go past which, now, Amaz had just lost his round and was not in a good mood. So, like, I think he lost his, his winning in. Or something like that. Yeah. But, uh... Like, apparently three people leapt to his aid and were like, no, it's fine, and it escalated, and the head judge was called over, and it ended up with him getting DQ'd. Now... I would like to say every interaction with any judge I've ever had ever does not fit this at all ever. Yeah. <laughs> like like ever. Like we were not present for this. This was not recorded. Yeah. So all we can bring to this discussion is our own experience with judges and the acknowledgement that the judges are not going to respond about this no. incident. So we're only ever going to see his side of the story, officially. Yeah. Unless the head judge feels the need to, because this really does paint judges in a terrible light for anyone who takes it at his at his word. Um, unless the head judge decides, look, here's what happened. Because you know when there's like a DQ at uh, like a pro tour, I'm sorry, a mythic championship, I'm sorry, a player's tour, whatever, there's always like the post about it on the, 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 the mothership, you know? Yeah. And you, you see things like that occasionally, but I don't expect that to happen. I really don't. Yeah, I don't either. I tried to get someone to, uh, a couple of people to tell me something off the record without naming names, just not even mention they were a judge, and yeah. they wouldn't. But <laughs> they didn't know at the time either, so. I imagine uh. <laughs> expecting any of that stuff to pop out of wizards directly in the future is just not going to be a thing since judges are separate anyway so yeah but like this was this was on twitter like this is a twit longer post obviously yeah and uh immediately people were like well that sounds like a gross abuse of power as if the floor judge got bumped into lightly and said you're out of here buddy like that's not how this works that's not how any of this works Judges don't just DQ people just off the cuff because they feel like it. Nope. If that were the case, a lot more people would be DQ'd, I promise. That is actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there would be like three people left, and two of them would be picking up trash. So, like... Look at that happy clues of that thought. Like yeah, when, actually, when you it, see... it conjured a nice mental image. When you see posts like this from the player who was DQ'd, 
like you have to take it with a very large rock of salt, not a grain. One of those blocks that you use for deer. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, personally, I used to watch Amaz's content all <clears throat> the time, like a lot. And then I stopped because something about Amaz started to rub me the wrong way. And again, this is all just me, but I don't believe this for a second. Not a, not a hot second, not at all, not even a little bit. So, yeah, just saying, know your source, know that the source is going to make themselves out to look sweet and innocent. Is another Looney Tunes where uh, the big bed wolf was was telling uh, his side of the story, and he's all skipping along tra la la, and then these mean old pigs jumped out and started harassing him. It's the yeah. same, similar idea. <laughs> uh, Chewy, do you mind if we uh, mention the 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 closest thing to an official response you might see, which was uh, Ricky's response to the the tweets? Uh yeah, yeah. So I'll, I don't have I'll that let link you anymore. Could you drop it All in right. the uh, Twitch chat? Uh yeah. So I yeah, can I click on so. it, show it on of, screen. Of course. Yay! Of course. Video. There you go. Thank you. Uh so uh, Ricky Hayashi, for those who who don't know, is 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 a judge. Uh, L three magic judge. Uh, been around for quite some time. Uh, he has responded with the following. This is a they said, they said with only half the story. We are unlikely to get the other half because judges are not allowed to comment on active investigations in public. An independent council of high-level judges reviews all DQs to determine any further action. They will also investigate the appropriateness of the infraction based on all of the information given to them. This situation was handled on-site by a Grand Prix head judge, someone with years of experience, as well as a high-ranking representative of the TO. Both of those individuals surely knew who was involved and the potential for this to blow up. They would have done a serious investigation of the matter and determined that this was the correct course of action. The safety of all tournament participants is of the utmost importance. Physical contact should be taken seriously. There's no specific one-touch-you're-out rule like with baseball umpires, but nonetheless, it is a serious matter to enter someone's personal space. Different people perceive actions, particularly that involve particularly that involve involving physical contact differently. And it isn't our place to say whether something should have made someone uncomfortable or not. So some key takeaways here. Uh, any DQ is not going to be a single judge deciding you're DQ'd. Okay. In the end, the, the buck does stop with the head judge, but it's going to be the head judge in consultation with other judges deciding whether this is actually going to happen. Uh, that's also part of the reason why head judges almost never take calls on the floor. Some other judge takes the call on the floor and then it moves up the chain to the head judge. So that's pretty much what happened here. There was an incident. It went up the chain to the head judge and head judge decided that this was appropriate, but he did so in consultation with other judges and in consultation with a representative from the tournament organizer. One thing I will mention, although, uh, oh, and also it, it is important to point out that when they review whether this was appropriate or not, they will also, you know, uh, review whether uh, the the judge in question or the head judge in question, whether their actions were appropriate. 
uh, Ricky makes a point here that uh, the individuals surely know who was involved in the potential for this to blow up. Uh, While that is mentioned, that's not really something I don't really like how that's worded. It makes it sound like we would take that into account. I say we like I still judge Uh, (laughs) in the end. It kind of doesn't matter who you are. It matters what you did. Right. Um, So take that as you will. But the point is, you're probably not going to hear anything official from the judge who was involved or the judges who were involved. So all you're ever going to get is this one side of the story. And there you go. Which is why I took special care to point out, don't just believe what he says because he is one of, he's too close to it. And of course, in your own mind, you are perfectly innocent of all things. And what has this horrible world done to me? It's true. I have never sweared on Monday Night Magic. <laughs> See? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. But because it's Maz with a gazillion followers and fans and fanboys and whatever, uh, this is the sort of thing that's going to make people grab their pitchforks and, I mean... I'm not saying don't grab your pitchforks, but I'm saying maybe watch where you point them. Yeah. So there you go. But I'm pretty sure he said that he just, like, he had just lost his freaking winning in. And was already in a pissy mood. Hang on, blah, da, 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 da. Here we go. This also happened after losing my match out of top eight in the event already, so I was already in a defeated mental state. Five Bucks says he was really, really upset. The judge was like, dude, go around. And Amaz pulled a, don't you know who I am? I'm going through you. And tried to go through him. And, I mean, Amaz isn't a big dude, so he bounced off. And then this, this whole thing happened. And then the record scratch. And then you might be wondering how I got into this situation. Yeah. Except you know exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So sadly, that's not all of the drama that happened at uh, freaking uh, Vegas. And this is uh, this is only notable because Channel Fireball did a thing about it. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go back. Um, whoop. So there was an old school event at Magic Fest Vegas. Uh, Brian Weissman won playing this deck. So th- this is now, according to lots of the Twitter responses to all of this from people who are in the old school MTG community. Now, this is a format where you can only play cards from back then. I don't know the dates. It doesn't matter. Um, but your your picture of your deck list is your deck list. They don't do deck lists and deck checks and whatnot, but this is this is how it works. They, they take a picture, and that is your deck list. So this is your record of your deck. So this is the record of his deck. You'll notice... If we go to this picture here, right there in his sideboard, there's a single COP Red. See that right there? 
Sounds like a good investment. Might be useful. Yeah, yeah. So there's one right there. But then, uh, after he beat uh, Athena, who is uh, Elantris on Twitter, she snapped a picture. And, oh, look. She snapped a picture of him, you know, with his with his deck out here. And look, there's two COP Reds. Dun, dun, she dun. was playing Mono Red, by the way. And she got soundly beaten. And look, there's two COP Reds. There's one COP Red. Right, hang on. Right there. there there's one. Yep. And here there's two. Against the Mono Red player. Mitosis. And yeah, this this is the sideboard down here. The blue elemental blasts and everything below this this line here is the sideboard. And there's there's two. And you'll look if if you if you go up there there aren't any COP reds uh, up there in in the rest of the main. So we looked. Don't worry. Yeah, there's literally one COP red. It's right there. And now there's two against the mono red player. It was not stolen at any point from across the battlefield. Yeah. So where else it would come from? This was pointed out after he won that maybe something fishy was going on here. And, uh, Brian Weissman gave an explanation, short explanation. I ran the same 75 for the tourney and had him photograph my testing list, which is what I wanted public. There's no rule requiring you to have your same list photographed. We didn't register decks or anything. Put your pitchforks away. So in this format that is hang on, let me check my notes. 25 years old, he's playing really scummy and bending the rules and the spirit of it to get an edge and hide his super secret tech. Oh, that never happened back in the day. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, always. I, I, sorry about that. Yeah, that always happened back in the day. Now, if you don't know Brian Weissman, Brian Weissman was one of the first names in Magic. If you've ever heard of The Deck, that was Brian Weissman. In fact, that's what he's still playing 25 years later because, you know, stick with what works, I guess. So... Yeah, it sort of blew up into a thing, and Brian Weissman later, six hours later, said the tournament needs an untainted champion, so I'm returning the trophy and the prize immediately. And he says, I'm deeply sorry for any confusion and anger I've caused. The old school community is my extended family. I've competed in it for over 25 years with an unimpeachable record. Who uses the frame the phrase unimpeachable record except for people that huh. should be impeached? Should be impeached. Yeah, I'm just saying. Throwing that one out there. Yeah. So like this is all whatever. But then uh so uh, does anyone happen to know offhand what the prize was? It was uh well I have seen like seven different answers to that. Okay. So, uh, no. <laughs> like, I've, I've gone through these Twitter threads to try to find out what it is. Some people said it was a whole bunch of prize tickets. Someone said that it was like a, a beta something. Other people were claiming that it was this other thing. And 
just no, we don't know. In the absence of a real answer, I'm going to say a signed copy of Circle of Protection, Red. <laughs> okay, so uh, here's here's my advice because I, I do have advice that comes out of this. If there's a lesson to be learned, if you're playing a paper magic tournament that has prizes and does not have deck lists, don't. The- Akbar sense right there. There's a, there's a reason we have deck lists. Well, now, because the old school format is very friendly, it's usually played for charity and it's usually in bars, apparently, from what sure. I've been able to put together. That the like the photo is your deck list and that's fine. But hmm. Except when it isn't. Except when it isn't, right. yeah. So here is uh what Channel Fireball did. They said, yesterday's old school championship at MTG Vegas was not the celebration of the format that this dedicated community deserves. We took some time to consult with players, judges, and our event staff on the best way to proceed. We're excited to announce that we're inviting back all players that finished X and 1 to compete for the trophy and prizes. This will take place tomorrow at 1230. Eligible competitors should meet at the red stage. Good luck. Hope you're still there. So They were. Yeah, it was, it was a small tournament. Okay, good. So, yeah, and it's just the people who are X and 1. So they all got back together and played it again. And I honestly for, forgot to find who won. I don't actually know where to find that now. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, I do. We can go to... If we go to Efro's Twitter account... Da, 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 da. Nope, that wasn't it. Uh, by the way, in the chat, uh, uh, JD Phoenix has uh, the actual prizes. Oh, it appears okay. to be quoted from Channel Fireball. All right, well, let me pull that up so we'll show it on screen rather than read it off a of chat because that's weird. Oh, God. Control-F, old. There we go. Here we go. Let's go back here. Can, is there any way to, to zoom in? No. Okay, well, it's not all going to make it on screen. This event is unsanctioned, of course. All participants receive a lightning bolt promo, an exclusive old-school championship playmat. Uh, top 8 receives four foil lightning bolt promos. First place gets 1,800 additional prize tickets and the championship trophy. Second place was 1,200 additional tickets. There you go. All right. Do we know what 1,800 additional tickets gets you? It was a $50 uh, entry Homelands? I, I don't know. So, like, that's, that's not a small number? $50 entry fee? Hmm. JD Phoenix says usually 180 packs. Jesus. Of Homelet? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, a not insignificant <laughs> amount of uh, stuff. And they also clarified later on Twitter that uh, <clears throat> any prizes they got in the first run through, they would keep, except for the first place guy, uh, Weissman. And anything they won in the second run through 
would have been additional. So that's... That's pretty sweet. How many prize ticks for uh, deck lists for the main event? <laughs> uh, apparently an infinite amount. You, no, you, you see, you go over to SCG and you pick it up at their prize. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. So, yeah, like I said, this is notable mainly because Channel Fireball jumped uh, Channel Fireball events jumped up and fixed it. They made it right. So that's uh that's why this was notable. Like for an event that wasn't sanctioned that's that's really cool. But yeah. Just a shame if he's not directly cheating He's being super scummy, and that's a shame since he's one of the oldest names in Magic. Yeah. Oh, that's that's bad. But, you know, whatever. Just thought we would share that. Yeah. So now are we done? I think that's everything? Yeah, I think so. I think everything now. Wow. Okay. That didn't take as long as I expected. Yeah, like, there wasn't much else posted. Um, like, Mara put out a state of design thing, but there wasn't anything exciting in there other than a comment on how great it is that we haven't had to ban cards in a while. Uh, so it's funny, but not really worth discussing, because it was obviously written before today. Yeah, I read uh, I read that article today because it ended up in the uh, show notes. And I was like, oh, what's in here? And I read it. And I went, and then I deleted it from the show notes. Yeah, there's, there's not actually meat to it. Yeah, there's literally no reason for us to talk about it, so. Mm-hmm. What is yeah. this? Mm-hmm. When did this happen? So, they were teasing this when I looked earlier. But they weren't. Uh, there was no information yet. It was posted today, so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's let's look at this real quick then. Live reporting. So, E League partners with Wizards of the, Wizards of the Coast for Magic Arena event. Now, I don't know who E League is or Turner. I don't know who what any of this is, but. E-League is apparently a known esports league. And they're uh, doing an arena tournament. Or a tournament series. The series will run until December 18th, featuring a mix of influencers and top competitors. Presented by Intel Gamer Days. Okay. Broadcast on Twitch beginning September 4th and run until December 18th. Players will be selected through a mix of invitations and applications with the winner of each weekly tournament earning prize money. Okay, each week will be a single elimination bracket. The winner will be declared the player to defeat for the next event. Okay. So the Turner in question, as was correctly pointed out by Vincent in the chat, is is that Turner, as in TBS as in the Turner Broadcasting System. 
Oh. Nah. That is the bigger turner. Hang on, let's go look. Because you yeah. can click on it and it'll show you. I did. Yeah, Turner Broadcasting System from Atlanta. Totally. All right, then. That's vaguely terrifying. Let's see here. Uh, well, that's really all it says. But I'm guessing this is a big deal. That kind of seems like a big deal. Yeah. I'm sure it will be a bigger deal when Wizards gets around to announcing it themselves. Uh, like, Wizards, this just went up, so... Wizards doesn't necessarily announce things like this themselves. Like the Red Bull thing, Wizards... Oh, you're right, yeah. yeah. They... Wizards waits to... They announce their own stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, hmm. Well, more details will pop up in some form eventually, anyway. So. But after the success, I guess, of the Red Bull thing... I forgot what it was called already, so apologies to for not really caring. But uh, <laughs> uh, this is just another sign that Magic Arena is diving headlong into the esports thing, which is good because esports thing is where the money and the audience is. And yeah. if you want Magic to make more money, then we need to get Arena in front of as many people as possible. And this is a hell of a way to do it, so there you go. All right, then. Let's click on E-League and see what it tells us. Yeah, they're a subsidiary of Turner. It all makes sense now. It's all connected. Let's see. Apparently their games are Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, good old CSGO, Black Ops 4, Rocket League, and Street Fighter 5. Huh. And apparently some Gears 5, maybe? Maybe not. Okay, then. Well, thank you for that chat. That's uh, that's a thing that we didn't have before. So sweet. Also, if you are not watching us live on twitch.tv slash the manipool, you're missing out on the often insightful chat. Yeah. So come join us Monday nights at 830-ish Eastern. Depends on how late Clues is. Yeah. Hey, it's not always me. It usually depends on how late Clues is. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Uh, so there you go. And hey. Ma Hang on. Monoxide? Ah, Monoxide. I see what you did there. It's following. Thank you very much. Welcome to the pool. You got here just in time. To see the end, because this All has right. been the end of Monday Night Magic. So, hey there, guys. You want to do your sign-out thing? Uh, Sure. So, um, you can find me on Twitter, at SqueeGoblinDeBop. There's no Iron Goblin, because I put it in the swear jar. Um, you can find the rest of me this weekend at DragonCon, where I will be in Atlanta, apparently hanging out with Turner. Uh, no, I mean, at DragonCon will be fun. A lot of nerd stuff. It'll be great. If you're going or you're going to be there, let me know. We'll hang out. It'll be awesome. Um, that's really going to be where I'm at. Like, don't be surprised if next week, you know, if there's no news, we probably won't do a show. If we do a show, I may not have a voice. I may not be back in time. We'll see what the journey home looks like. So yeah, I'll be driving back from Atlanta on Monday. All right. That's really all I got. So go clues. 
Okay, hey, if you want more from me, I am at Lockluze on Twitter, spelled just like it is in the show notes. Um, I'm highly skeptical that we're going to have a show next week, but we'll see. Um, school's starting up for a lot of folks. It is back to school season, so to everyone who is uh, headed off to college or teaching college or tangentially involved in college, uh, good luck this fall. You can do it. I hope. I hope I can. Oh, God, I hope I can. Um... PAX Prime, that's right, I'm still calling it PAX Prime, a.k.a. PAX West, is happening next weekend. Normally I would go, this year we are not going, so sadly, if you're going to be at PAX, uh, uh, you won't you won't find me there, sadly. But we had to buy a new air conditioner and, and furnace, so kind of didn't have the spare change for uh, for flying across the country to Seattle this time around, so... It is what it is. But if you're going to be there, I'm sure there'll be a magic panel. Go check it out. Uh, hopefully it'll be cool. I think our best bet for any news next week might be whatever happens at PAX. Uh, so I don't know. That, they, I guess. They haven't said anything about PAX, have they? Uh, they haven't that I've seen. Like but... they were hyping up all the magic that was going on at whatever the last two big cons were gen con and whatnot gen con and what was the other one um san diego yeah comic-con there we go yeah yeah and i haven't heard any hype for pex uh west (laughs) well maybe nothing will happen there who knows i don't know we'll find out sometime in the future let's say and hey saint cycle just subbed for the sixth month thank you very much Nice. Twitch Prime, oh yeah. Sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, let's see. Anything else going on that I can think of? No, I guess over to you, Chewy. Hi, I'm Chewy. Uh, I Hi, do Chewy. lots of things. Hi. Be sure to add something to the swear jar, there, nerd. Um, I did. It was my eye. That's weird. Yeah. Well. <laughs> A jar of eyeballs. Uh, we've got uh, stuff going on all over the place here on twitch.tv slash the mana pool. We do the live show of Monday Night Magic and the mana pool every week. Monday Night Magic is on Monday nights. The mana pool is on Thursday nights. Come hang out and uh, join in. It's fun. I also stream other stuff here lately. It's been a lot of Hearthstone because I'm trying desperately to push to Legend. I made it all the way to rank one. I was three wins away from legend. And then I started a free fall that took me all the way back down to rank four. Mm-hmm. Today I climbed my ass back up to rank two. So uh, I'll be doing another stream tomorrow. Almost certainly, unless I get a drive, because that pays money. Um, that will be me trying desperately to make it back to legend now that the nerfs have gone through before the season ends on the last day of the month. Hmm. So that should be fun. But yeah, if you want to see me agonize over some higher level Hearthstone than I'm used to, then come join me. I will get salty when I lose unfairly, and I will laugh when I lose fairly. That's how it works. At least that's how it worked today. Uh... (laughs) But, uh, yeah. I also stream other things. But I haven't decided what yet. I have, I've, I have to make new 
I have to figure out new games to stream because I'm running out of YouTube content. So I'm, I'm working on that. I have a, a, a small list. Maybe I should go... I know! I'll put it on... Uh, and I cackle when I win. That is correct, St. Seigal. Can't believe I missed that part. <laughs> but I will I will put it in the uh, Manipool Discord server in the uh, Lifeguard stuff section and figure out what what uh, the audience wants me to stream. So if you're a lifeguard, then go look there in the Discord server. Speaking of the lifeguards, if you want to help support what I do, there are two podcasts a week. There are like three or four other streams every week, and there's at least one YouTube video every day, and that's all me. I do all of that work myself. I don't have an editor. I don't have anything like that. So... Yeah, if you want to help support what I do to keep this frankly ridiculous amount of content creation going, then the most direct way is to go to Patreon.com and become a lifeguard. It's Patreon.com slash TheManipool. I left that part out. You can get a variety of perks. You can get Manipool episodes and YouTube videos early. You can get uh, the odds and ends, all the stuff recorded before and after, both Monday Night Magic and The Manipool. That's uncensored and unfiltered, just behind-the-scenes nonsense. Uh, that is the uh, $10 level. And at the $20 level, you get the sponsorship shout-out on both podcasts and on the end screen for all the YouTube videos each month. So I'd like to thank our mythic lifeguards. Here we go. Jason Doan, Kim Ho, Andrew Hunt, Al, Lance Delicious, Team You, Hellas, Haru, Connor Kennedy, John Morris, Alex Gonzalez, Jeff Spencer, Stuart Slaw, PJ McMullen, Sophia Bertain, Casey, Faye and Says, Danny Leal, Cody Buckowing, Jake Jansen, Jason Cowles, Gothic Man, Brian DeLucci, Stark Maximum, John Parker, Violet Moon, Aleph Cat, Dan Holm, Bartle, Sarah Jane, and the Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. I'm getting better at that. You are. Uh, and yeah, if, if I did have an editing Chewie, he would censor this episode. But Monday Night Magic does not get edited anymore. It just nope. gets ripped straight up and thrown into the, uh, the feed. Uh, so, but he would do that. Consider that your unintentional preview of the odds and ends. It's true. Um. We swear more there. We swear a lot we more do. there. Yeah, a lot more. There are plenty of other places to support if you shop on HumbleBundle.com, either for bundles or in the store to buy PC games or Switch games. Uh, if you use the link, you can find down below in the show notes or in the description or in the panels below, depending on where you're watching. Um, then that helps me directly. You can uh, subscribe here on Twitter using either Real Money or Twitch Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. You get one free subscription token to give out every month then by all means please do so i i would prefer it if you give it to me but please give it to somebody otherwise you're just you're just not using giving someone free money that didn't cost you anything because you've already got amazon prime so you paid for it so please use it Mm-hmm. i guess those are all the, the main ways just also just watch stuff i do share stuff i do Stuff like that. That helps, too. Anything to get more eyes, more butts in the seats. Hell yeah, butts in the seats. So with that, are we done? We're done now, right? That's everything? Uh, I think we're done. All right. So this has been Monday Night Magic number 665. Real quick, are there any tournaments next week? 
Richmond is modern and is this weekend the Star City. There. Oh, where? No, you got to go to the other website because it's not on the channel Fireball. I hate you so much, Internet. CFB events. Here we go. Hey, Mike just entered Hearthstone. Okay. Full schedule. Hang on. Hang on. Loading. Loading. There we go. Okay, there's no GP event this week, and there's only a Star City thing. So I'm going to say we might not record next week. Just because Squee will be half dead, and Clues will almost certainly be half dead because it's the first week of classes. Yeah. It's also a holiday. It's also a holiday. Oh, that's true. I might have actually a family thing I have to do that night. We'll find out. But anyway, this has been Monday Night Magic, number 665. We might not do an episode next week, just so you know. Thank you all so very much for joining us, and uh, go play some not-Hogok modern, let's say.